Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradlogancote. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault, to the pavilion, to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss, all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. But online where the game starts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Realtor Debbie Aldison Johnson. If you're looking for a spot in the Oxford area or quite frankly anywhere in Mississippi, that is your go-to. Remember, real estate industry since 2003, looking for that special ag property, maybe a recreational property, maybe a commercial real estate property or a new home. Uh, Debbie does a great job and can be your real estate agent today. Just contact her directly at 662-234-5555. Five, five. Of course, that's a member of the Kessinger Real Estate family, KessingerRealEstate.com. And Debbie has been with them for quite a few years. If you need to get her directly, just dial her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Remember, your go-to for real estate, whether it be commercial, farm, or maybe you need that home. Maybe you need that second home in Oxford. You're looking maybe to relocate Oxford. Part of the real estate family, the Kessinger Real Estate family. Debbie Johnson, your realtor, 662-234-5555. Or call her cell phone at 662 662- 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson, a proud sponsor here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss. 
Hi, this is Brad Logan. The Grove Collective's mission is to support, elevate, and protect the well-being of all our student-athletes through a wide range of NIL opportunities and initiatives at Ole Miss. The Collective was established to deliver a best-in-class NIL experience that is worthy of the student-athletes who give their all for Ole Miss. This consolidated and sustainable model provides premium access and experiences between our members, corporate partners, and our athletes. To support all Ole Miss athletes and their NIL platforms, visit thegrovecollective.com. That's the grovecollective.com. Join our team, become a member today. And welcome into the immediate reaction Believe in Ole Miss podcast right here on the Believe Network as we record following the 42-27 to total domination by the Arkansas Razorbacks. The, the score is not indicative of just how well this Razorback team did. Look, they put it on cruise control in the second half. Most of those points from Ole Miss were mop-up points. I mean, you saw the game. I mean, you saw that Arkansas was completely dominating in the uh, in the first half, running up a huge uh, halftime lead of 35-6. to uh, six. And, uh, you know, the game was over. They put in cruise control. Ole Miss, they didn't quit. I mean, you can say that. You can say Quinshawn Jenkins is, a, is an absolute monster. 24 carries, 214 yards. What about Zach Evans coming back after a rough week? 17 carries, 207 yards. Look, Ole Miss had 703 total yards. Most of that was, or a lot of it was in mop-up duty. But look, let's not over overshadow. Look, let me get get this out real quick. I did not think the officials cost Ole Miss the game. I mean, they were terrible, but I mean, they're terrible every week. That's not what I'm saying. It completely changed the complexion of the game. I think we can agree with that. Two touchdowns called back. One was I thought was warranted. The other was not. Uh, there were a couple of holding fouls that weren't called on Arkansas. That you know that were called on Ole Miss. I, I thought it was, you know, there was a downfield block that Mingo threw. I thought that was a pretty terrible foul. Other than that, I mean, you know, early on the, it was just the timing of them were so critical, and it just kind of set up for things to come. You know, Quinshawn Jenkins is running down the field wide open. You know, someone pops the ball, it comes out. I mean, just so many things. And, and Arkansas just really pounded the ball early. K.J. Jefferson, look at this. A QBR 186.4, 17 of 22 for 163 yards and three touchdowns. And almost all of that was the first half. They didn't have to do anything in the second half. They just ran the same play over and over. And Ole Miss comes away with the loss. Played terrible. They're now 2-13 and 13 in Fayetteville in the history of the program. So, Quinshaw Jenkins, by the way, broke a single-season rushing record held uh, by K.O. Dotley, and uh, so that was some good news, but some disturbing news as well. I thought the post-game press conference, as we'll hear from Lane Kiffin in just a moment, was not something that Ole Miss fans wanted to hear. Neil McCready of Rivals.com asked the question, and uh, it was all about distractions, it was about Auburn, and it was about things to come. And here's what Lane Kiffin had to say. Not exactly a ringing endorsement if you want to be the head coach at Ole Miss right now. Uh, I don't know if anyone expected him to say, you know what, I signed that contract extension and we're ready to go. I mean, Richard Cross pointed it out earlier in the week. He he broke the news that there was a contract extension and he didn't refute that when Neil asked the question, nor did he say, I have signed it or I haven't signed it. He did say he was excited for the future, so there is some solace that Ole Miss fans could draw from that. But other than that, that was not a ringing endorsement that he's going to be the head coach next week. And I say next week because I would expect there would be a decision come sooner or later with the latest being Friday. That's going to be the news all week. 
And uh, we heard from Jackson Dart. We heard from A.J. Finley. They all said the same thing. It's almost like they met before the press conference. Control what you can control. And that's what this team is doing. They're going to face a Mississippi State team that won today 56-7. to Now, the good news is, is they do not run the ball like Arkansas does. Arkansas was a very much a ground game team. 335 yards today on the ground. And a lot of that was behind Rocket Sanders. A record day from Rocket. 24 carries, 232 yards, and three touchdowns. And honestly, the way the Ole Miss defense was playing, he may have couldn't got, could have gotten to 300. It was a day in which Ole Miss and defensive coordinator Chris Partridge did not want to come out of the three-man front. I'm sure you were all yelling at your televisions, or, or maybe you were there in Fayetteville screaming to get out of the three-man front and put pressure on K.J. Jefferson, force him to do something other than sit back and just hand it off to Rocket on a three-man front. K.J. himself, eight carries, 47 yards. This is what's difficult to stomach for Ole Miss fans. Rocket Sanders, 9.7 yards a carry. K.J. Jefferson, 5.9 yards a carry. DeBinion, running back, six carries, 40 yards, 6.7 yards a carry. And then when K.J. went to the air, it was, you know, pretty much easy easy sledding for him. Rocket, how about this? Five catches, 29 yards out of the backfield. Bro- uh, Brock Landers, he plays for Georgia, excuse me. The other Landers that plays for Arkansas, they had a big game. Two touchdowns, three catches for 38 yards. Hazelwood, three catches, 36. I mean, he, he just he, he got the ball around to a bunch of folks. Trey Knox had a big game. Also three catches, 34 yards. And then Jackson Jr., two carry, uh, two catches, 32 yards. So the ball was uh, dispersed amongst a lot of folks there tonight for Arkansas. So it was a big night for K.J. Jefferson through the air. Only 168 yards, but very efficient. Three touchdowns. Completion percentage was 77%. I do, who didn't have a good game, that was Jackson Dart. 21 to 36, he, he missed a lot of wide open receivers, 240 yards, had the interception where he threw it right to the Arkansas defender. The linebacker had, had the one touchdown pass in the latter part of the game. We talked about the rushers, Quinchon Juckins and Zach Evans. Dart had some pretty good runs himself, averaged four yards a carry, 11 carries, 44 yards. How about this? Zach Evans, 12.2 yards per carry. Judkins, 8.9 yards per carry. And look, you have to put this into perspective. A lot of this was garbage touchdowns and garbage rushing. But it was still very impressive by the running back room. Another big game for Malik Heath. He'll be able to face his former team on Thursday in just a couple of days. Nine catches, 140 yards, had one touchdown, and the long of 53. So here's where everything stands as we uh, wrap things up tonight on this uh this podcast that we kind of come to you at the end of the game. What happens? What What did you learn from tonight? What did you learn from what Lane Kiffin said in the press conference? What did you learn by watching this team go down 35-6 to six and was completely lifeless? This is a very critical time in Ole Miss athletics. And I say Ole Miss athletics because football – does so much financially. Football does so much from a fan standpoint. What does athletic director Keith Carter do? If Lane Kiffin makes the decision to leave, who are you calling? 
Yes, Your Honor. There were, there were reports that Ole Miss extended you or presented you with a, a new terms of the contract. I kind of think that you comment on that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting into that. I never do talk about that stuff. Very happy here. It's nothing to do with being here. I have the doubt. I just really wanted to get to, you know, <clears throat> nine and two and get 10 and two next week. So that's all I'm worried about. So very happy here. But we're very course. appreciative of leadership here and stuff they do to give us a chance to work. But there are reports out there that you're offered number one target. I know that's a lot of noise, but what does the future hold for you? What does the future hold for Ole Miss? Yeah, fair question. Like I said, I'm, I love being here. Uh, I mean, I don't want to look to next year already with the game, regular season game, but this is not one of those years where you say, oh, we're going to lose all these guys. There's a lot of people coming back and only new guys offensively, especially. So, very excited about the future. So, I don't know that stuff out there. Stuff. Maybe, they'll, maybe they'll watch the first half. There'll be a full hot board available on Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of 24-7 Sports at rebs247.com. If that happens, where we can figure out what Ole Miss is going to do for a head coach. If Lane Kiffin leaves. Tonight he said he was happy. He was excited about the future. But he offered nothing to the question that Neil asked about the contract extension. What happens at that point? A big couple of days. What happens with the Egg Bowl? Stays hot. They smell blood in the water. What happens with this team? Fascinating? Is that is that is that the right word? Is it fascinating to see how this plays out? I know it's it's incredibly nerve wracking for a lot of Ole Miss fans, and especially nerve wracking that you lose to a team. And let's be honest, who are you taking off of Ole Miss's team and taking on Arkansas's? I think there's an argument you made that you'd love to have a Rocket Sanders, but is he better than Quinshawn Jenkins or Zach Evans? I don't know. Would you take K.J. Jefferson over Jackson Dart? Sure. I mean, I think there's an argument there. Would you trade any offensive linemen? Would you trade any of the receivers? Maybe some defenders? Ole Miss was a better team. But they weren't tonight. It was all Arkansas. And the Rebels tonight fall. After coming back in the second half and making it a little interesting – Fall 42-27 to 27 in Fayetteville. And now trying to get to that ninth win of the year to get to a nice bowl over in Florida. But the bigger picture, I think, it's what's going to happen with head coach Lane Kiffin. We'll keep you up to date on everything that's going on at Rebs247.com. Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of 24-7 Sports. Great before our sponsor today, Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events. With first-to-market odds and lines, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today. Use that promo code Believe B L E A V. Receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. Also grateful for our sponsorship with Debbie Johnson, our real estate agent here on the Believe in Miss podcast. She's part of the Kessinger Real Estate family. You can give her a call today at 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson, our real estate agent here on the Believe in Miss podcast. We'll leave you with the Lane Kiffin post game press conference, and we'll talk to you very soon right here. On the Believe It Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network, here's a full press conference in its entirety from Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin.
off here, uh, go out on the line, you know, potentially you know, get nine wins, try to get ten. Um, you know, I know it'll probably sound crazy because the score, you know what I have, it didn't feel like we were like came out flat. We play well, but you know, we were moving the ball, we just played really poor in the red zone, you know. Touchdown passes, called back, and we didn't tackle very well. So, that's the usual stat line, but it just shows you the value of turnovers. You know, that 700 yards of offense, rush for 463 yards, in the game, lose by two scores. Just reminds you the value of turnovers, three to nothing, turnover margin. So, Give those guys credit. Senior night played really hard, uh, and the ball really well. You know, we're eight seven to carry. They're seven eight to carry. So, you know, unusual SEC numbers. So, we're giving them a lot of credit. We kind of reverted back on defense. Fortunately, played decent last week and. Some good things against Alabama. Very um, huge again of not playing ball outside down the field and your ability to stop the run. So I uh, don't like the penalties. Very critical penalties, obviously. Down another touchdown, which is that game. We got those two touchdowns. Obviously, it's very different. So. On defense on a third down stop, and Chris. So, very discouraging this late in the year to have some discipline issues like that, decision making issues like that. Question. Getting off to the kind of start you guys got off to, was there any part of you that felt this team was distracted at all? All the stuff that was out there this week? Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of analytics about them hangovers. Ask LSU last week. Whatever scored 13 points against these guys. So, you know, maybe there was some of that. But I think really we didn't play well on defense, you know, obviously. And we did play well on offense in a lot of areas. But we didn't finish drives and we had three turnovers. Tate's doing a lot of good things as well, too. He gets 700 yards in this game. Sounds weird to even say rushing for 460 yards in this game. But values and turnovers, you know, not stopping on the other side. Talked about the penalties in that first quarter. Uh, how much did that kind of just affect what y'all wanted to do and get y'all out of whatever kind of rhythm you're playing on the other side? Yeah, you know, penalties. I guess it covered us. Penalties are going to happen where, you know, you make bad decisions. It doesn't matter because the ball is incomplete, you know, or whatever. You know, it's it's really crushing when we get it. But they called holding on the first touchdown pass, which I tried to ask. I don't understand. I could be holding because they said it, it was after the play that, you know, we finished the guy. So, holding. But. So obviously, 
critical penalties and take 14 points off the board. So, like I told him, there's a recipe to not win. That's minus three in the turnover margin, and you're not going to win most of the time. And it just shows you you can have all these yards and all this stuff and still not win because you're minus three. Talk about defense regarding a little bit. Just what did you see out of them in practice this week? Did you see anything that you think that might happen? No. I was worried because these guys are the top ten rushing team in the country. Right behind us in the SEC in rushing. So, it happened today. So, I think Yomi will probably be the one to do in the country to rush. So, you know, that's they do a great job with the quarterback back, or even more difficult because he's hard to bring down. Um, so, you know, Sanders had a great game. Do 32 rushing. And again, how many SEC games have you covered with three running backs of over 200 yards in a game? Athletics have that anything very high. They can have it. So, very unusual. But you just touched on it a little bit. But what did you make of the performances of KJ Jefferson and Ryan Sanders? Um, great. I'm not saying they rested him. He was hurt, so it was certainly good for him to take a week off. You know, it doesn't sound like he's been banged up and not practicing much either. But they beating up Liberty healthy in that game, so got him back healthy and he's alone. They did a good job. They did a good job giving his receivers chances in the red zone. Three different times the ball's up there and we don't make plays and they do. They got tall, long receivers, you know. So Austin down here, a little bit different game from last time. It's different feeling than here about how it did. But again, both games were turnovers. You got seven there. Just can't do that. What was your message in there? Just kind of how this, the rest of this week the schedule goes to turn around. Yeah, I mean, you don't have any time to sit around and out and feel bad for yourself because you got a short week. So maybe that's a good thing. You know, so, huge game, obviously. And I would give us a regular season. Um, you know, it's a big deal. Yeah. Big today in their, you know, preseason week 11 game that nobody played. So, uh, we're going to have to get back on track and play them because they're dangerous. There were, there were reports that Ole Miss extended you or presented you with a, a new terms of contract. I kind of think you could comment on that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. That. I never do talk about that stuff. Very happy here. It has nothing to do with being here. I have the doubt because really wanted to get to, you know, <clears throat> nine and two, and get to ten and two next week. So that's all I'm worried about. So very happy to be here. The very, very appreciative of leadership here and stuff they do to get us chance to win. The reports out there that your offer's number one target. I know it's a lot of noise, but what does the future hold for you? What does the future hold for Ole Miss? Yeah, fair question. Like I said, I, I love being here. Um, so, I mean, I don't want to look to next year already with the game, regular season game, but this is not one of those years where you say, oh, we're going to lose all these guys. There's a lot of 
people coming back and all the new guys offensively, especially. So very excited about the future. So I don't know that stuff out there, number one. So maybe a lot, maybe we watch the first half and we'll be number one. You've been listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at BradLoganCOTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.